knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome, 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 everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We have a very, 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 very good show for you today. It could be a little controversial, so kick back, relax, and enjoy all the comments because this one should get a little dicey. I'm just being honest because that's all I ever have is my honesty. Uh, quick shout out to a few friends. Dave Burris, thanks for watching today. And uh, your little girl, Kira. I want to say hello to Kira. I miss you, young lady. And your husband. Hopefully he's taking a really good, he's taking good care of you. And uh, Todd, you better take good care of Kira because I don't want to have to come up there and straighten things out for you. So thank you very much for watching. And everybody else that constantly watches, Mike Lewis, Augie, Dan and Kim, Darren, everybody, thank you very much. This is the one you've been waiting for. We talk about this subject once or twice a year, and we're going to talk about it today because it's so so, so tragic what is going on in the great state of California and what no one wants to address. So I'm just waiting for a couple more people to get on here and we're going to get going real quick. And a big shout out to our Tuesday sponsor, Promar Ahi USA. Thank you very much, Ben and uh, Steve. And thank you all the great people over at Promar Ahi for all your support for the last few years. And we'll talk about a couple of their products today as we get rolling along. But today is super important to know what's going on. This is the show about the California sea lion. It's super, super important to know about this animal. It, he, he, he is probably the biggest problem in the great state of California, as far as fishing goes and destruction of property. Those of you on the East Coast, those of you that are watching Texas, Florida, and all over the East Coast, I want you to stop for a minute and think about this. Close your eyes and think of that beautiful dock out behind your house. And let's just say that four or five guys showed up tonight with sledgehammers and started just beating the living crap out of your dock and broke it up into a bunch of pieces and sank part of your dock and then crawled onto your boat and everybody relieved themselves on your boat. They all went potty on your boat, big potty and little potty. And then uh, in the morning, you went out there to try to get them off your boat and you were told by, by the FBI that if you proceed one more you're going to a federal penitentiary and you're going to spend some time in a federal penitentiary for trying to keep a wild animal off of your property your property they weren't here first they don't they didn't build that harbor they didn't build that marina they didn't build that dock that's your property but the california sea lion in the state of california 
and beyond Oregon, Washington, and all the way down the Baja, that animal has more rights than anybody on the planet Earth. You could actually physically harm a human being today and do less time than you will trying to keep the California sea lion off your dock or off your boat. They are the most protected animal on the planet Earth, more protected than any human being. More, they used, the, the whales used to be more protected than the sea lion, but not anymore. Now, green energy is more important to, than whales, but still the California sea lion ranks up at the very top of the list of animals that are protected in California. It's absolutely unbelievable. In 1972, the then president, Richard Milhouse Nixon, signed into effect the Marine Mammals Protection Act in 1972. And at that time, it needed to be signed. I'm, I'm all about the ocean. That act needed to be signed into law because there was still a lot of whaling going on. There was still a lot of harassment of the California sea lion and all the other marine mammals around the United States of America. Your manatees, your otters, all those animals were under attack. And I, and I agree wholeheartedly. But if you read, and I was just reading about it, when the levels could get back to sustainable levels, they were supposed to be taken off of the list of the Marine. And you can look at this, the Marine Mammals Protection Act signed in 1972 by then President Richard Milhouse Nixon. And he put this into law, but he also put a clause in there that when the animals, or when the Marine mammals got back to a sustainable level, that they were to be removed from these lists. Well, I'm here to tell you Everybody, the California sea lion has got long, long, long surpassed the amount of animals that need to sustain the population. And now they are detrimental to so many different things. They're detrimental to the salmon, big time salmon. They're detrimental to the rivers, streams of, of California, Oregon, and Washington. These animals have no boundaries. They can go anywhere they want. They're up in the Delta. My cousin Dan fishes up in the Delta. They're up there eating largemouth bass. These poor largemouth bass have never seen a California sea lion. They, they, they have no defense for these California sea lions, just like the salmon has no defense in these rivers and streams where they go to spawn. And these sea lions are devastating the population of these fish in these streams. But the big, big, big thing that no one wants to address and no one wants to talk about, like we can go, for example, you can, I can't use these pictures, I don't have permission, but you can go online and look at Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. Go up there, look at the pictures of Fisherman's Wharf. The, the phenomenal amount of California sea lions up there at Fisherman's Wharf on those docks. Think about this for a second. You, myself, Dave Burris, uh, Kevin Barr, James Buchanan, we all, Augie, we all pulled up our money together and we decided to buy this swath of docks at Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. Because why? Because we knew that it was going to be a very, very good investment, a very sound investment. So back in the, the 80s, we pulled up our money and we bought this 
this uh, marina, if you will. The reason why we put all our money together and bought the marina was so that we could rent these docks out to people that had boats, sailboats, yachts, all kinds of other boats. And we would rent these docks out and then that would generate income so that we could feed our families and we could go on vacation and we could pay our rent and we could do all the cool things that we were all remember back in the day, the American dream, you were going to buy a house, have a picket fence, provide for your family. And then along came the California sea lions and they started crawling up on the docks inside of Fisherman's Wharf. And slowly but surely, this animal is taken over the whole marina to where now nobody can moor their boats in there. No one can tie a boat up in there because there's nowhere to get on the docks. And if you do try to attempt to get on the dock, you will get bit by these wild animals that are called sea lions. They're not called cuddly beanbag chairs. They're called sea lions because they're a wild animal. They have big, giant teeth. And what do sea, what do sea lions eat? They eat meat. What are we? I've been talking about this for a long time. I've been talking about it for a good 10 years. We are meat. These animals are going to start to eat us. And they are already attacking humans all the time up and down the California coast. And down here in Mexico, I've shown many pictures to many of my friends. This California sea lion is all over the Baja. California sea lion in Baja, Mexico. They're all over the Baja. They've taken over a lot of the islands. Now that population has moved into the Sea of Cortez, which is one of the most pristine places on the planet Earth. It's a phenomenal biosphere of all kinds of cool sea life and creatures. These animals are devastating the Sea of Cortez now. It's very, very sad. Look up the Sea of Cortez and look at all the animals that live there and look at all the fish that live there that have no idea that this animal is coming to eat them. They have no idea that this lion of the sea was going to come and eat them. Now, Jim and I and Augie, we all lost all our money up there. They foreclosed on the property because we couldn't pay our rent anymore. Now our credit is ruined for the rest of our lives. The California Sea Lion now owns these docks that we paid dearly for back in the 80s and we spent all of our hard-earned money and then we made our payments and we kept making them because we didn't want to get defaulted on and we didn't want to ruin our credit. So we kept making the payments on these docks that we couldn't rent to anybody until we just couldn't make the payment anymore and now our credit is ruined but the California Sea Lion has more rights than we do and we can't push them off the docks and we can't do anything to keep them off the docks because that's a harassment of a federal, a federally protected animal. Now, how did this problem start? Well, Richard Nixon had a great idea and it was to, to uh, protect this animal because it was, it was very, very, very endangered at the time because Ralston Perina and company used the California sea lions exclusively for dog food in the 50s and 60s and it's it's written down it's real they used the california sea lion for dog food and they were they were down to probably less than 3,000 sea lions along the southern california coast back then then the marine mammal protection act went into effect and 72 the number started to increase and then what happened in the mid 80s is what really caused this massive problem that people don't understand we took a wild animal, 
And we decided that we knew more than whatever higher power you believe in. And that's not what this show's about today. But there's something out there greater than us that's running this nature thing. And we decided that that higher power had no idea what it was doing. So we decided to start vaccinating a wild animal. At the time, the California sea lion died of natural causes called lungworm. And this was set up by the higher power, whatever you want to believe in it, or mother nature, or whatever you believe. I'm not here to, to argue about what you believe. But it was there to cull this animal so that there wasn't an overpopulation. Okay? Well, we decided to start vaccinating them in the late 80s. And we eradicated the lungworm that was set up by mother nature to take down the numbers of the California sea lions. So now we eradicated that. And then here's the really scary thing. Hey, Marley. Marley's all fired up. He does not like this animal in any way, shape, or form. He does. Marley doesn't understand why these guys are so protected and him and his little buddies aren't. But during the third trimester of the California sea lion's pregnancy, she can get pregnant. So she's never not pupping. So let's just, the number I looked up before we started the show, I looked it up on the internet, you know, they never lie on the internet, is right now they're saying there's like 2.4 to 2.7, they can't really agree, million sea lions along the Southern California coast. You and I both know that that is way more, but this is the number they're going to go with. So let's just pretend that three quarters of those animals are females. In nine months, that number will double. In 18 months, that number will quadruple and keep going and going and going. It's like doubling a penny every day. Pretty soon, you, you got numbers like we have right now that are absolutely out of control all over California. When you go down to the docks in LA or Marina Del Rey, or now they've started to come into uh, Huntington Harbor and those of you that were protected in there, you're going to start to start to see them devastating your docks. Down in Dana Point Harbor, it's absolutely out of control down there. When I grew up in Dana Point, once in a great while, we'd see a sea lion in the harbor. Well, now over at the, at the pump-out dock, I bet you there's 150 animals living on the pump-out dock. The whole harbor is wiped out by these animals. My sister and brother have Dana Wharf sport fishing in Dana Point Harbor. They have nine boats nine docks down there, those docks are getting destroyed almost on a daily basis by this animal, the California sea lion. And we can't do anything about it. We can't touch them. We can't. Do those of you in Florida and Texas, you don't get it. You can't comprehend what's going on. But if you look it up, you would just be blown away by the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of sea lions that are just devastating the harbors in California, Oregon, and Washington. I was in you, what, no, uh, oh my gosh, up there in Portland. I was coming out of Portland, coming out of uh, the Columbia River there at the entrance, and that whole marina, as you're leaving the harbor on the left-hand side, has been, they're not allowed to commercial fish up there anymore, and there's a bunch of docks there, and the whole place is taken over by the California sea lion. Why are they on the Columbia River and why are they right at the mouth of the Columbia River? Because they know, they've set their watches, they know, like clockwork. 
that the salmon are going to come and swim up the Columbia River. So they all know if they camp out right there at the entrance, they can devastate the salmon. The California sea lion is a very, very smart animal. He is very, very intelligent. He is, he learns very, very quickly what he can get away with and what he can't get away with. And pretty much he knows he can do whatever he wants. So he mounts up. And then, I don't know if you remember, back in the 90s, they started building these ladders on the uh, dams so the salmon could get up the ladder and get up to the next pools where they like to have their, to get to spawn and have their babies. Well, now every one of these ladders, every rung of every ladder has a big giant bull sea lion setting in the rung of the ladder. So hardly any salmon make it up. They don't because let's say the bottom rung. The, the giant sea lion, the one that weighs 12, 1,500 pounds, the stellar sea lion, he's sitting on that bottom rung because he got, that's his spot. The next rung has a another male that probably only weighs 1,100 pounds. And then you keep going all the way up to the top of the ladder where you have the youngest male living on the top of the ladder. But they've taken over the ladder. So let's say 100 salmon come to that ladder today. The chances of one making it up there are slim and none. But here's how we've decided to fix that problem. We're not going to address the sea lions. What we're going to do is we're going to tell you and your children that you can't fish for salmon in California. That ought to do it, right? No, we didn't address the problem in any way, shape, or form. Gang, I'm not making any of this up. You're not going to hear this anywhere else because everybody else is so afraid to talk about it. My father, one of the great advocates of fishing in the United States of America, he used to say, you cannot go to Washington and bring up the name sea lion. That is just a taboo subject. We can't talk about it. It's like the, they're the most protected animal on the planet Earth, gang. I'm not making this stuff up. This is real. You can look it up. You can go and you can see this and you can go look at the rungs of the ladders. And most of these dams and Northern California, Oregon, and Washington have cameras 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can watch the process of the salmon swimming up the ladders. They're not making it, gang, but we're not addressing that problem. And it does blows my mind that no one wants to talk about it. You'll not see this anywhere else because everyone's afraid. They don't want to get canceled. They don't want to, they don't want to talk about this subject. And so many of my members and so many of my uh followers have asked me to talk about the sea lions and I try to keep it down on the down low and not talk about it very often because it is such a hot subject and it does piss off so many people because there's so many people on both sides of this the people on on the side that say you need to save them they don't really know what's going on out here and they don't know the devastation that this animal's causing they just see the pictures uh, late night on the news, it says help save the California sea lion. And they see him with a piece of fishing line wrapped around his neck. And then they instantly think that we're the problem where it's not. It's overpopulation is the absolute problem. A lot of animals were starving to death during these storms. That's nature taking care of nature. It's not because there's a lack of fish. It's because there's too many sea lions. And they all can't live. But we don't allow any sea lion to ever die of any regular 
causes or any natural causes. We just do not. We have so many, so, so many uh, people making so much money saving this wild animal, vaccinating it, taking it to all these centers up and down the California coast and force feeding an animal that's starving to death that can't feed itself, nursing it back to health and then letting it go out in the ocean. That's absolutely unbelievable. I can't, I, it just blows my mind that no one wants to talk about this. We're going to take a break for just a second. I want to talk about something that I, a couple of our members sent me notes about. And uh, they got tickets at Catalina this weekend again. We talk about this so much, gang. You need to have a landing net on your boat. It's super important to have this. It's the law in California. You have to have a landing net. You agreed that you would have the landing net on your boat when you signed your California fishing license. You said, I will have a landing net on my boat. You promised them. When they, We have two members that got tickets this weekend at Catalina for not having a landing net on their boat. Gang, I can't make it any easier. I can't make it any straighter. You go over here to Promar. Okay, these are a big sponsor of the show. Promar Ahi USA. There's the QR code. Go to their website. Check out this Pro Mesh series landing net. I love this thing. I've talked about it many, many times. The handle comes off. You could store the handle in a one of the boxes on your little boat or your big boat or any boat. And then you can store the net in the other box. Now you're compliant with the law, but I'm telling you, they're writing this ticket. They just wrote two of them to two of our members because they, they go, oh my gosh, when they pulled up, the first thing we thought of was, oh, we didn't get the net Dave told us to get. They ask, they want to see your landing net. Hit that QR code, gang, because I'm going to bring it down. We're going to go back into talking about the California sea lion. But you got to go over to Promar. If you use that QR code, gang, you're going to save 10% automatically just by shopping on the site. You can get your rock cod squirts. You can get your sabikis. You can get your live deception flash lures, and you can get your landing net. Pro Mesh Series landing net over at Promar. Check it out. You want to make sure you are compliant. Why are you going to give them that easy low-hanging fastball that the California Fish and Wildlife can get? They're going to ask you right away, where's your landing? They, they watch the show. You don't think they watch my show? They watch the show. They know what the easiest ticket to write is. That's the ticket they're going to write. Where's your landing net? As you're scrambling, worried about your fishing license, they're going to, where's your landing net? Uh, uh, ticket. There you go. And you can't go, oh, my bait scoop. My bait, I use my bait. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. It's not the thing. you got to have a landing net. Okay, one more time. I'll put it up there. Guy didn't get it. There. Check out that QR code, gang. That's your, uh, that is your thing there, gang. That is for you. 10% off. you got to have a landing net. I didn't make the rules. I didn't make the law. I'm trying to save you a massive ticket that'll ruin your day, no matter how great it's going. No matter how great it's going, make sure you get that QR code. Make sure you you order up your uh, landing net. That we're done with this. Sorry. Back to the California sea lions. Okay. So look, the California sea lion. I see comments coming in about um, sharks and about all these other things. Gang, there isn't enough sharks in the history of the planet Earth. 
If you took every single shark that's ever been killed and put them all here, put them all in front of the Columbia River or wherever, they couldn't eat these sea lions fast enough. There's just no way. They double their population every nine months. It's not a shark problem. You got to get over that. Oh, we'll bring back the shark. That ain't the problem, gang. You can have a million white sharks. They're not even going to slow down the population. A white shark can eat a sea lion and not eat another one for a month. It's not going to slow. Mako sharks don't eat sea lions. The only sharks that can eat marine mammals are tiger sharks and white sharks, bull sharks. They have to have those serrated teeth. If you've looked at their teeth, they have to have those saw blade type teeth to bite through the bones and bite through the blubber. Mako shark is a mackerel eating shark, bonita eating, tuna eating, but they're not eating sea lions. So get that out of your mouth. That's not going to help. Sharks aren't going to help. Those of you that are leaving that comment, that's not going to help. Sharks are not going to help in any way, shape or form. What needs to happen, and I have the solution, and it's very, very simple. It will save the state of California a phenomenal amount of money. The answer is clear as day. It's as good, it's as, good as gold, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. We have some other things to talk about. The California sea lion can come into your boat tomorrow morning. Now, th those of you in Florida and Texas, listen to this because this is unbelievable and you won't even believe it because I know how you would act. Tomorrow morning, Jim Buchanan's 43-foot Michelson in Huntington Harbor. Him and his beautiful wife, Lori, go down there to get on the boat tomorrow morning. And by chance, they accidentally left the back swing door open. They were in a hurry when they left last night. They got done having their barbecue on the boat and they had a couple friends. They had a couple glasses of wine and they accidentally left that back swing door open when they left. Jim comes walking down with his bag of groceries. They're going to go to Catalina. He walks up his ladder. He's not looking down at the deck because he knows his boat. He's been on it a hundred million times. He knows his boat. He takes the first step onto his boat, onto his cockpit, because that's where he's got a step to go into the galley. He's got a bag of groceries. He can't see down. All of a sudden, a three, or excuse me, a 1,200-pound Bull California sea lion jumps up, starts barking at Jim. Jim has a heart attack, let's just say, pretty dang close, scares the living, drops his groceries, runs back down the stairs, get, jumps out on the dock, looks at Lori and goes, I don't know what we're going to do. California sea lion's on our boat. From this point forward, according to the laws in the state of California, Jim Buchanan and Lori Buchanan no longer own their boat. Nope. The California sea lion now has taken possession of that beautiful 43-foot Michelson in Huntington Harbor. And now he's going to start inviting his friends over. They're going to use that beautiful teak deck as their toilet. And they're going to lay there and rub their oil from their skin into that beautiful teak deck. They're going to defecate on that beautiful teak deck. They're going to urinate on that beautiful teak deck. And there is absolutely not one thing that Jim and Lori can do. Because if they get caught, 
Even squirting this animal with a hose is known as harassment of a federally protected animal. I'm not making this up, gang. This is true, honest. Those of you in New York and Florida, I know this is blowing your mind. You can't even comprehend how this could happen. This is what's going on in California, gang. Go look at all these docs. Like I told you, my sister and brother spend a phenomenal amount of money every year fixing their docks. They have to be able to use their docks. Their docks is where they load their passengers to go whale watching and fishing every and harbor cruising every day. But these sea lions have taken over the docks down in San Diego at Fisherman's Landing and some of the other sport fishing landings. There are big rogue sea lions swimming around inches away from people, grabbing children, throwing them into the water. This is all documented. This is happening on a daily basis, but you won't see any of this on the news. Nope. Remember, I told you, tell you every day, turn off the news or I'll lie to you. You're going to have a hard time finding it on YouTube. But if you ask Jim Buchanan and Lori to send you a picture, they can send you pictures all day long. And hundreds of people that watch this show every day can send you pictures all day long of this devastation going on up and down the California coast, Oregon and Washington, all the way up to Alaska and all the way down the Baja and up into the Sea of Cortez. Okay. It's absolutely unbelievable. I cannot understand it. I don't know when this happened. We, there are actual human beings on the planet earth that will step over a veteran who is living on the streets or in his car or her car. They'll step over that veteran to give money to save this California sea lion, which doesn't need to be saved. There's more of them right now than there's ever been in the history of the planet Earth. They're the most overpopulated, underregulated animal on the, oh, excuse me, not overpopulated, overregulated animal on the planet Earth. Listen, if you were in this great state of Texas and the, and the deer started to overrun the state, you would, they would put out a bunch of people, they'd hand out a bunch of tags and you'd be able to go and you'd be able to eradicate the cow, the uh, deer in the state. Same with Florida, same with a lot of states. When the mice get overwhelming, they eradicate the mice. When the coyotes get overwhelming, they eradicate the coyotes. When the mountain lions get overwhelming, they eradicate the mountain lions. Why is it that we cannot do a thing to this super evasive animal that looks so cute in the pictures, but they're not cute. They're a wild animal. They're not called a cuddly beanbag chair. They're called a sea lion. And they're called a sea lion for one reason and one reason alone. Because they are a lion and they will eat you. They will eat your flesh. Here's the next thing. I just saw this come up on a, a comment right here, right now. Listen, this animal... Would love to be at the rookeries out at Santa Barbara Island, Santa Cruz, San Nicolas, San Clemente Island, Catalina Island. But there's no room for them anymore because we've allowed this animal to overpopulate like you can't even comprehend. Oh, yeah. I'll read that one in just a minute, Edward. This animal is overpopulated so that the rookeries are full to capacity. So there's nowhere for these animals to go. If you actually cared about the animal, you'd be pissed that they have to go to the harbors, the marinas the docks, the boats, 
That's not where the animal wants to be. This is a wild animal. He wants to be out at the rookeries, making more babies. He wants to be laying around in the sun at a, one of the islands where there's no people. They don't want to be hanging out in the harbor, but you know what? They have to because there's nowhere else for them to go. They're, they're overpopulated. You can't say, oh, well, we've disturbed their natural habit. No, we haven't. Those Channel Islands are exactly, exactly, exactly the same way they were back in 1972 when Richard M. Nixon put the Marine Mammals Act into effect. We haven't changed their habitat in any way, shape, or form. We haven't overfished their food that they eat. That's all fantasy lies put on by the, by, uh, I don't know, but not by the real humans. There's plenty of food out there. There's more squid in our waters right now in Southern California than we've seen in a very, very long time. These sea lions can eat whatever they want. You cannot feed the alligators in Florida. They're over, but you can eat little kids and not be controlled. Yep, the alligator problem in Florida is getting out of control. It's not anywhere near close to what's going on out here. On, but it will be. Eventually, the alligator problem will be a massive problem because of the fact that they're not calling them or allowing them to die in any way, shape, or form. I don't believe that they started vaccinating the alligators, but we do vaccinate the California sea lion. I told you I have the answer. It's real, it's real precise, and it's real, and it's honest to God, and it's not what you think. Those of you that know me think I got some other agenda on it. It's not. I have a real honest to God solution to this problem that will work flawlessly. If we got enough people involved, it would work incredibly well. And we will talk about it in a few minutes. We're not going to talk about it right now because we're still talking about these sea lions that have come into our harbors and our bays and our estuaries. And they're devastating the fish populations like you can't even believe. And how? Are they doing that? Well, think about this. A full-grown adult male sea lion, historically, I'm reading it right here, weighed somewhere between six and 700 pounds. Well, now there's male sea lions weighing 12, 1,500 pounds. Stellar sea lions weighing almost a, almost a ton. Because we have no die-off of this species, we have no die-off. These animals... Even when they have no teeth and everything and they can't see anymore, we still are taking them to the centers and feeding them like crazy. We don't allow any of these animals to die. So each adult male sea lion eats 35 pounds of fish a day per animal. That's the only way they stay alive. That's a true number. That's a real number. Think about you and Dan, you and Kim going fishing tomorrow. And let's say... You followed the game plan on your saltwater guide to the T and you did exactly what I told you to do. And you went out, you had a phenomenal day out there. There's that QR code one more time for you. But you had a phenomenal day out there fishing. I'll guarantee you, you and Kim did not catch 35 pounds of fish each. But that California sea lion, all two and a half million of them had to eat 35 pounds of fish yesterday so that they could be alive today. They had to, gang. Their, their metabolism's like ours. They're a mammal just like us. They burn their calories quick. They're not, a, they're not a white shark that can live on one sea lion a month. It's just absolutely amazing to me that nobody on the inside wants to talk about it. 
because they're scared to death. Everyone's scared of this topic. This is the most scariest topic in the Pacific Marines fisheries management. You'll never see them talk about it. You won't see them having uh, open discussions about it. But it is the real problem. It is the real problem. But nobody wants to talk about it. All right. So I made you guys wait 35 minutes. I made you wait for this, uh, the solution. And the solution is real. And it is absolute. When you hear the solution, you're going to go, why didn't anybody else ever think of that? Why didn't anybody think of that? Hold on one second. Look at this video. All right, gang, your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen, 61 years old. Can you imagine the energy level of a 61-year-old man? I, they didn't make them like this when I was young. 61-year-old man drinking Roasted Anchor Coffee from the Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. Man, is, does it taste good. I'll tell you what, it brings my energy level up, puts me in a great mood all day, allows me to make all these great videos and show you a phenomenal way to fish. Anchor Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. You can't go wrong. All right, gang. Sorry about that. I just had to throw that out there, gang. You can't believe how good that stuff is. There's their QR code. But back to, okay, the solution. Here it is. Watch this. You're not going to believe it. We trap these wild animals on a daily basis to give them vaccines and to bring them back into the feed them and intravenously feed them and bring them back into the fold of nature and all these great things. Here's what you do. You take the money that you spend on repairing the docks, the money that you spend on trying to enhance the fisheries and piece of the fishing license. And you take that money and you start spayed and neutering these wild animals. We do it to dogs. We do it to cats. They do it to all kinds of animals all day, every day. But we don't do it to the California sea lion. Why, why, why? The amount of money that the foundations are making saving this wild animal should be spent on spade and neutering these guys. That's the key. That's the answer. That is the answer. That would take care. That would be a start. It's humane. It's not what you thought I would say. It's not what I I know a lot of you were thinking, oh, Dave, he's going to go. No, this is humane. This is what we do to cats. In our neighborhood, we trap cats on a daily basis and we take them to the, to, the, uh, to the vet and we get them spayed and neutered. You cannot keep trapping these sea lions, taking them, feeding them, getting them all nursed back to health and then putting them back out where they're overpopulated and thinking oh, nature's going to fix it. We don't allow nature to fix it. Nature wants to fix this thing. It wants to take care of it. It tried this winter during all the rains and storms and everything to allow some of these animals to starve to death. But we said, no, 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 we're not going to allow that. Gang, the answer is spayed and neuter. Think about that. Keep that on the tip of your tongue. Talk to anybody that will listen. Share this video with anybody you want. I don't care. I'm not afraid. Can't cancel me. I'm, I'm doing nothing wrong. I'm just speaking the truth. These animals are at the most overpopulated that they've ever been before. The, the devastation going on is nothing but nothing less than criminal, really, to be perfectly honest. In that scenario, I talked about Jim and Lori and their boat. That happens way more times than it doesn't happen.
It happens all day long. And there's plenty of pictures in Newport Harbor of them sinking sailboats and sinking nice little, nice little center consoles. And if gang, if those of you in Florida and in Texas, if anything like that happened, I can't even comprehend what you would do to this animal. But it's going on all day, every day in California, Oregon, and Washington. And it's sad. The reason why I got so wound up about this the last over the weekend, and if I didn't have Jimmy on the show yesterday, Monday was going to be all about the sea lions, is because they shut down flipping recreational salmon fishing in California, totally shut it down for this year. And it's not the problem. Gang. I don't care if you take every net and every human off the water. The California sea lion still has to eat 35 pounds a day of salmon per animal. And here's, if you go up to these rivers or streams, or if you go look at these 24-hour-a-day cameras, you'll watch this sea lion. Remember in the beginning of this video, I told you this animal is super intelligent. So the California sea lion, he's so smart. He knows another salmon's coming to that ladder any minute. So he grabs the salmon that comes in the ladder, that he grabs it. All they do is rip the belly out. That's where the row is and that's where the melt is because they're all swimming up the river to go spawn. The sea lion knows that that nectar, that, that, that high, high protein, the eggs and the smelt are right there in the middle of his belly. He doesn't have to try to digest the head. He doesn't have to eat the bones and the flesh. He can just rip the belly of the salmon out. It's like a snack, a couple, five, six, seven pounds of snack. He woofs that down. By the time he swallows it, guess what? There's another salmon in the rung of the ladder. He grabs that salmon by the belly and he rips that salmon out. And he rips the belly of that salmon out. When they're done ripping the belly out, they throw it on the bank. They don't even throw it back in the river. Either way, it doesn't matter. If you care about the brown, okay. I don't care about salmon, Dave. I love sea lions. Okay, all right, I got gotcha. you. Do you care about the, calif the, the uh, killer whale? Do you care about the orca? A lot of you did. A lot of you got all wound up talking about it when uh, blackfish came out and how, oh my gosh, they have them in captivity. That's terrible. There's 27 of them in the whole world in captivity. So get over it. Relax. And we put them in captivity so we can study them. And we can't use, there's no money for studying them unless we put on a show where they jump out of the water and eat a fish off the stick. Then people come to watch. Then we can use that money to do research on this beautiful marine mammal. There's 27 of them in the whole, on the whole planet Earth in captivity. So shush, shush. But you care so much about them, then you should really be pissed at the California sea lion. Because what this California sea lion is doing in Oregon and Washington to the population of the orcas is devastating. They're causing the orcas a huge feeding problem because these salmon that are coming aren't the healthy salmon. The healthy salmon are getting eaten by the California sea lions. So the salmon that do make it out aren't the healthy ones. They couldn't get up there and spawn because the sea lions ate them. So now they're causing the California, or the, excuse me, the killer whale to starve to death. Okay, maybe that gets your attention. Maybe that matters to you. I don't know, because obviously nothing else does. Or think about this, the brown bear up in Alaska. 
they're having a problem with the competing with the sea lions. Brown bears will probably start eating sea lions soon. They're not used to it. They don't know. That's not their food. But they, they probably will switch over. But it won't matter because there's not enough brown bears on the planet Earth to cull the population of the California sea lion. I can talk about California sea lions till my head falls off. We're going to give you a quick synopsis of the difference between a seal and a sea lion. Is that the right word? Synopsis? I don't know. I try to use big words all the time that I have no idea what the meanings are. I saw on YouTube or something. But listen, here's the deal. If the animal, you hear it barking, that's a sea lion. Seals do not have vocal cords. So right away when you hear the animal barking, you'll know it's a sea lion. Next, those little ear flaps. Sea lions have ear flaps. Seals have holes in the side of their head to hear out of. Up on a buoy, up on docks, running on land, those are sea lions. They have a rotating hind quarter. They can climb up on the dock. They can climb up on to the buoys. Seal can't. They can climb up on low-lying rocks where they can slide out and get up on the rocks. But these sea lions are climbing up on these boats and they're climbing up on these docks and they're climbing because they need to get in the sun to heat their bodies up because they're warm-blooded mammals, just like you and me. So when they're in the water for very long periods of time, they get very, very cold. They pull themselves out of the water during the day to get warmed up. Then they go out and feed at night. That's what they're supposed to do. That's not what they do anymore. Now they just follow around the sport boats, the lunch trucks. I can't even imagine how good the fishing would be in Southern California if there wasn't so many sea lions. Yeah, they'll always, there should always be sea lions. I understand that. I'm a firm believer in that. But I don't think that we should save every single animal that's in distress. But if we do, let's try to put this into law. Let's try to spade and neuter them all. Let's use that money that we use to feed them to spade and neuter them. It will help us all out tremendously. If you're running a sport boat today, if you're a sport boat captain, and I know a lot of you listen to me, even though you won't tell your friend, oh, but you all can quote everything I say all the time. So I know you're listening. I feel bad for you because you can't go anywhere now without three or four sea lions on you. So any sport boat that's catching fish consistently at Catalina or San Clemente Island or the Coronados or along the coast, you got to give that captain a big kudos because he's dealing with something that is absolutely unbelievable. If you think about this, those of you on the East Coast, think about four or five crocodiles following you around all day. Every time you move, those four or five crocodiles follow you. They swim. The boats do eight to 10 knots, most sport boats. These uh, sea lions on our coast, but for you guys on the East Coast, think of crocodiles following you around. And every time one of your patrons, every time one of your clientele hook a fish, they eat that off the hook. They eat it off the hook immediately. And uh, also they're swimming around the boat waiting for 
you to throw your bait in the water, waiting for you to trim, waiting for an unsuspecting fish to get hooked and get eaten. And then we can't throw fish back that are not legal size and think we're actually helping because the minute we throw any fish back in the ocean, the sea lion's right there to eat it. It is absolutely incredible. This is going on on a daily basis and nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it at all. You won't see anything else about it like this. There isn't anything out there. Share this if you could. If, you, if any of this stuff makes sense and you're like, wow, people need to hear this. Share it with your friends. Share my, my little seminar here or my uh, podcast with your friends. Share, share, share. That's the only way we're going to get this out there because no one else is talking about it. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope I was able to uh, educate you a tiny bit, let you know what's going on. Everybody that left me stars during this, thank you very much. Augie, always Mike, Dan and Kim, Scott, and any of the rest of you that I missed that left stars, I appreciate it. Like you can't even comprehend. Marley, my rescue monkey right here, little buddy. Little booty booty, little Marley. He appreciates it. My beautiful wife, Kelly, appreciates it. And gang, we'll be here again with you for tomorrow. Wednesday should be a great show again. It'll be me answering your questions. You can text me any question you have. If you want to talk about sea lions, we can talk about them all day again tomorrow. You get to send in your questions. Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, thank you very, very much. That We're growing like I can't even comprehend. Everything is going up. Spotify, 400% increase in the month of March. Unbelievable. Insta or Facebook, this, my, this is a staggering number. The month of March, we went up 2,714% followers. Unbelievable. I can't thank you all enough. Thank you all. I will keep telling the truth as long as you keep watching. And I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you very, very much. Bye.